podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burst, owner of eWebStyle. I'm Charles Lewis, so internet marketing specialist. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 260-260-260. As always, we have a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip this time is dedicate time and resources for quality content. Yeah, if you if you you know if your job is to publish content and you need to publish content frequently, then dedicate some time and resources. Time to write, time to reread, time for somebody to proofread, time for it to be edited, right? And time for those resources as well. Time to find links, time to find images, time to find supporting video or create said media if it's necessary. Schedule that time so that way when you do finally publish the content, you have some content that's worth sharing, that's worth people reading, and that'll that'll likely rank well in regards to SEO. Yep. So check out our previous podcast for even more tips. Yep. We are broadcasting live from Houston. We are your friendly local neighborhood top, top position snatchers. Where our mantra is. Don't be a douche. All right. Just so you know, this is our infamous SEO 2014 end of the year, end of the year review. Oh, we should have put hashtag end of the year end review. The, yeah. Well, maybe next time. Yeah, because so, this is only part one. So, another part. so hang with us. We got to get through some potatoes here, and we'll be in some serious meat. We this is rapid fire. You guys, hold yeah, on. Yeah, we're literally going to cover all of last year's, all of this year's podcast. Yep, half of them. Half of them in this one, and then next week we'll do the other half. So, so uh, Mr. Hunter, you may not want to put it on triple speed today. <laughs> uh, all right, now if you can, if you have a device and you know how to, could yeah. you tweet? And what you should tweet is man, tweet us right at eWebStyle at Best SEO Podcast. Um, use be sure to use hashtag SEO Podcast. Um, this is number two sixty. Um, that way we can follow you back and do all of our social networking stuff. That would be great. There's three things we ask you to do. If this is the first time listening to the podcast, you chose a doozy this is going to be great if you've listened to this (laughs) podcast before thank you and could you do us a small favor one of three favors one of them go to our g plus page and and there's three things to do once you get to that page we've made it really easy for you to get to that page page. all you have to do is go to e-webstyle.com slash google plus or slash google plus or slash g plus or slash g Plus, all of those will take you to our G Plus local page yep. where we ask you to do three things. Yeah, do these three things real easy. First, write us a review. Right, we really appreciate it. We need that review. Hopefully, it's five stars. After you write that review, uh, put us in a circle and give us a plus one, please. Thank you so much. So I think our reviews still outnumber our plus one. So you guys Probably can help do. us with that. Uh, the next thing you could do only takes three, three steps. steps. Go onto iTunes, create an account, write a review. If you choose to, send us an email, podcast at e-wolfstyle.com. We are hoping you will make that five stars. And uh, if you send us an email, we're going to find it and we're going to read it on air. Yeah. Next, you could write a review at Stitcher. By the way, you Stitcher reviewers are yeah. tough nuts. We'll get to that here in a second. At least I don't have a tattoo. Yeah, I know, right? Although it's almost, almost like it's upside down. One. Yeah, I don't know. So the best way to get to our Stitcher page is go, to go to e-webstyle.com. Mm-hmm. You'll see our Stitcher link over on the right. And then you click the review. You can write a review. Um, make sure to share the show if you want. <laughs> add, it, add us on your blog. And there are a number of ways you can haunt us, stalk us, harass us. Facebook.com slash eWebStyle. Twitter.com slash eWebStyle. YouTube.com slash eWebStyle. Instagram.com slash eWebStyle. All of those take you to our various social pages. If you're a PHP guru, a WordPress expert, we're looking for you. Uh, Call and submit an audio resume, 713-510-7846. 
If you want a free website analysis, go, yeah, to, our, go to our webpage, e-webstyle.com. You will find our free website analysis page. Do you have any AlgoCat? Got a little AlgoCat, little AlgoCat. Now for our favorite segment of the day, the Algorithm Cataclysm. Yeah, so so today's AlgoCat, um, kind of minor going into the holiday, but I thought it was worth sharing with the guys. Um, this is Bing. Yeah. I'll go cat, so you know, on their quest to, of course, uh, keep up with Google. Uh, one of the things they've done now is, you know, Google has Google answers. Right. So if you go to Google and you search a question, you you know, before the results, you get, a you box, get an, yeah. a box yeah. with an answer. Bing has Bing answers now. Um, they're calling it uh, um, quick answers. Okay. And so, um, yeah, you go to Bing, you search, you'll get a box <laughs> with an answer to that question. They didn't want to call it Above bansers. the results. And that's what I called it. Bansers. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, as funny as that sounds, it's also extremely cheesy. And yeah. so I probably wouldn't have either. Yeah. But uh, so that's how I go, Ken. I think that's a good look for Bing, actually. Very cool. Uh, I have a little bit of news. We're going to skip it. We have a lot of content to cover. We do have two reviews, both of them from Stitcher. The first one is too cool for Stitcher, question mark. It says, show has gone downhill. They don't even post on Stitcher anymore. And let me just cover the next one. We'll just kind of wrap cover this together. Uh, the next one is no longer updating on Stitcher. Poor effort, guys. No longer see your latest podcasts. So if you're a regular podcast listener, you've heard us give the example of, I don't know, somebody who goes onto Amazon and writes a bad review because the United States Postal Service delivered something Late. Slow, yeah. Uh, which is not the reason. They wrote a bad review for the product they for, ordered. On the product page, right? Yeah. There's really no way on Amazon to write a bad review for the U.S. Postal Service. Um, well, I think we called him a douchebag. Yeah. Uh, I asked Charles if we should actually call these reviewers jackasses. He said no, so I'm not going to call them jackasses. What we're just going to say is that there's a parallel between the moron who writes a bad review about a product because of the U.S. Postal Service and the fact that Stitcher is not updating our podcast. Yeah. The quality of the podcast has not changed yet you're giving it a one-star one star review. That does not make sense to me. Thank you very much. Kick it to yeah, you. Kick, kick in, in the, the shins. shins. By the way, we tell you many, many ways that you can interact with us. We have lots of people who have asked questions. We've even answered questions on the air as to why we're working on Podcast 260 on the videos and we're a little bit behind. Mm -hmm. So you should be aware that you can interact with us rather than write a one-star review that represents that our podcast is only of one-star one star quality. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you don't think that because you are trying to get it. And you've apparently been watching and apparently left a review. I mean, so... Yeah. Know. Yeah, I will say this though. Um, you know, keep in mind that we've never uploaded. We uploaded the Stitcher. Uh -uh. Like we 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 put our podcast on iTunes, where it goes to Podomatic and some other steps. Um, and we were told by other listeners, surprise, surprise, we yeah, yeah, like hey, we listen to you on Stitcher. We were both like, what is Stitcher? What is Stitcher? <laughs> yeah. And so, so yeah. All right, kicking the sands. Maybe Stitcher updated something. Apparently. By the way, we do appreciate that you did get the information to us. We just don't appreciate that you yeah, gave us next one time just star. tweet us. Hey, man, you bust up with the Stitcher podcast. Because we're currently researching that, so that's why we appreciate it. Hopefully, I don't even know if we can fix it. It's like Stitcher yeah. found our podcast and Get does to this. our podcast, so let's do some patiffs. I got one patiff, man, punch in the face since we're done kicking people in the yeah, sins. Yeah. Got a punch in the face, man. This one goes to Jerry Foster. He's on Twitter at uh, OnScrollSmile. He says, um, at eWebStyle question. I know that we aren't supposed to solicit reviews for Google+. How do you do so without penalty? 
Great question, Jerry. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate your support and your uh, paying attention to the podcast. Great question. Pretty simple question. The more I think about it, because we do this every weekend. <laughs> we get here right now and and solicit reviews. Right. Go to G Plus. Uh, I can remind it for you. Google yeah. Plus. You know. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. I told you three steps. Write a review. Right. Right. <laughs> Give us a plus, plus one, one. Put this in a circle. Yeah. And so we do that because we don't we don't differentiate between the type of reviews. Whatever comes in, negative, as he just read, right. we're going to read it. Positive, we're going to read it. You know, we're not, we're not you know, sending out um, messages to specific people saying, go write this five-star positive review. No, we're and, telling and everybody. I think yeah, yeah, and you get something. That's the big part with yeah. soliciting. They yeah. offer an incentive for getting positive reviews like 10% off or gift Coupons cards or whatever, or whatever it, it is. So Which I think is, it's fine for you to solicit reviews in the in the in the right word uh, usage of the word solicit. It's just not right no, to incentivize. incentivize people for, yeah. for it. Review so, gate is what they called it yeah. when um, people were incentivizing for positive reviews. Yeah. So uh, and lots of people we've got customers regularly who have little flyers that they hand out. They're looking for Angie's List reviews, mm-hmm. or looking for G Plus reviews, or whatever. So you want to be careful. Um, you know, I've heard of one guy who actually had people write reviews in their office, and because all the reviews were tied to the, the same exact IP. same IP address, they mm-hmm. ultimately got banned. Uh, and by banned, I mean they removed all the reviews. And yeah. Of course, that sucks. You've put all this effort. All into it. Yeah. So, so I would say to encourage you, I would say, man, feel free, solicit. Uh, don't be a douche though. Like, don't don't incentivize it. Don't do things like that because that will get you caught up and banned and probably go down a path you really don't want to go down. Uh, All right. So we got a really short period of time to go through a really large amount of podcasts. We're going to just rapid fire. So and give me a, I'm going to give my apology now because yeah. it's going to take me probably the first four to, 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 get, to, to get, get on the roll. The rhythm. Yeah. All right. So the first podcast of the new year, 2014, was podcast number 220. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about a little bit about the year in review podcast. <laughs> Landing page optimization. What is it that you can do on a landing page to make sure that that landing page will convert? Keep things above the fold is one of them. Uh, Tips for landing pages, conversions through clarity. So just making sure that when they land on your page, they know exactly where they need to go and know exactly how they can find the information they're looking for. Definitely. Uh, After that, we followed up with uh, um, SEO Podcast 221, cleaning your PPC accounts. And we really talked about several things on there from from making sure visitors can identify your business, right? If they're searching, make sure you had the right branding and things like that in place. Uh, We also talked about uh, cleaning your PPC accounts, right? Go in, you know, frequently and add negatives and check ad text and things that aren't converting. Make those type of changes. Schedule time. It, it definitely. And uh, we also talked about, it's still in regards to PPC, your targeting, the languages you're using, mobile targeting, uh, the geographical area that you're going after. Uh, when cleaning up a PPC account, you need to make sure that all of those things are really in place. Excellent. And podcast number 222, uh, we talked about testing ads and landing pages for conversion. So if you tweak a button, if you remove a field yeah. in a form, what happens? So go ahead and do that testing. I can tell you with regard to the form, make it smaller, both physically smaller on the page mm. and with less fields, you're going to do better. Uh, we talked about SEO keyword prioritization. So yeah. which keywords should you focus on? Should you go for the big behemoth? Should you go for the, uh, long, the tail, long tail super keywords? Long, yeah. Or somewhere in between? It depends on what the research shows you. Go check, check out that podcast. We also talked about better branding and business. So how important is branding to your business and what impact on search 
does branding have? Does branding have? It has a huge impact, especially yeah. the bigger the brand. Yep. Right? You look at, you know, bigger brand companies, they tend to rank higher. Yep. Just happens that way. And, uh, yep, exactly. SEO Podcast 223, uh, we, we titled that uh, Preventing Costly Site Usability Mistakes. And um, that was a real, I remember that podcast. It was interesting because we really talked about preventing these mistakes that for usability's sake bad navigation or maybe your site's not responsive or you don't have a mobile version or your content's not being presented in the right way and so the users who, who are accessing your site are just struggling they're struggling with the usability and and unfortunately that prevents conversions prevents your ranking from going higher and, it, and it's just not a good look excellent uh so podcast 224 uh, we talked about designing your site based on your client needs. So what are they looking for? Mm -hmm. If they're a tech crowd and they're looking at tech products, they probably need lots of specifications. If they're esoteric and they need something pretty, they need a lot more pictures, right? So design your web page yeah. to, to uh, target what your client needs. Uh, we talked about how to succeed with effective cost per clicks. Yeah. So one of the things we always say is never throw money against the wall and see if it sticks. Make sure that you've got a plan and that you're tracking your cost per click and what conversions it has. Yeah. Because if I tell you that there's a $120 cost per click and you go, that's insane, I don't want to do it. Well, what if that brings you a $10,000 month client? Yeah. Right? So how Personal many- Personal injury attorney. Yeah, in, in <laughs> California, <laughs> LA. So how many of those 129s can you afford given how many clients you get? So keep that in mind. Also, how does using custom PPC landing pages? So yeah. you definitely want to use custom PPC landing pages, especially page. if it's one hundred twenty dollars a click. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's like uh, you could be committing a crime. We'd have to kick you in the shins like tenfold. Yeah. Uh, so that that's what we talked in two twenty four. On two twenty five, we talked about blogging tips. We talked about remarketing scripts, um, and all of this was. And we even talked aggressive advertising, all in reference to into different types of blogging tips, right? And so, in regards to the remarketing, if you're running the blog then your goal is to get traffic to your blog get people coming back to your site to reuse your content to read new content and retargeting is one of the easiest and most effective ways to do that and so that's one of our pro blogging tips install every marketing script for adwords and facebook frankly so that way you can begin to retarget your site visitors uh, we talked about aggressive advertising from probably two perspectives one just from being a douche right nobody likes to be just spammed don't be with too different aggressive, ads yeah. don't be too aggressive and then from from an algo cataclysm perspective, uh, too, I believe too much. that was algorithm cataclysm. <laughs> too many, too many advertisements on your site um, is not a good look. That will hurt your ranking. You will lose. Um, you can be penalized because of that. If you have ads above the fold, ads down the side, ads in the middle of the content, uh, so so stay away from aggressive advertising, especially on a blog site. We're talking blog tips. Yeah. Because um, that way you won't you won't you won't run away your readers, and you will help your chances of ranking better. In 226, we continued talking about better blogging practices. Mm -hmm. We probably covered uh, what do you do with comments and make sure you keep comments open and yeah. get rid of the spammy, douchey ones and make sure you're actually interacting with the people uh, who are commenting on your, on your blog. Next, improving ad copy and actually incorporating power words into your ads. So power words. This was leading them. If you know that eventually you want them to purchase, then put the word buy purchase. or purchase yeah. in your actual Download, ad copy. Subscribe. Subscribe, engage, whatever it may be, like, right? Mm -hmm. If that's what you're trying to purchase with your pay-per-click ad. So 
That was 226. On 227, we talked about social media and the mistakes to avoid. Everything from, from speaking the language of your target market. So if you're, for example, if your market is, um, is, is, is urban and kind of down to earth and really, you know, younger, maybe then it's okay to use an urban vernacular in your text. It's okay to use that type of tone. It's okay to talk in first person from that perspective because that's your audience. What you don't want to do is talk using slang and urban lingo to a corporate audience. It's just not really the same thing. Um, they're not going to get it. They're not going to engage. Matter of fact, it may even be borderline offensive to them. And so you have to really understand who your target is, and that way you can um, you can you can communicate to them effectively. Uh, some of the other um, social media mistakes to avoid would be uh, avoiding social media pitfalls, like getting into uh, back and forths about arguments. customer service yeah. and arguments and things like that. Stay away from it. Negative reviews. Address them. Let it go. You know, if you can add something to provide some sort of uh, customer service impact that helps, great. Do that. But what you don't want to do is go back and forth. Arguing over the points, Mm -hmm. the finer points. It just won't help you. And that was 227. All right, 228. We talked about an optimization plan related to hashtags Mm -hmm. uh, was one of the things, right? So, you know, the commercial uh, hash brown, (laughs) whatever. That commercial is hilarious. Hashtags are here. They're here to stay. Uh, they started on Twitter. Facebook has adopted them. So you start using them on your website. They're everywhere. Now. Twitter, G+, Facebook, Instagram. Like, yeah. hashtags everywhere. On your next TV show you watch, there will be a hashtag, hashtag on it. Absolutely. So, so start including those. And you also want to improve your site speed. There's two reasons to improve your site speed. First, good customer experience. Second, Google. And really, it's only one reason because Google's dependent on the Google good depends on the good customer experience. <laughs> if you're providing a good experience to the customer, Google will like you. And yeah, that was uh, proven that how, how, how important site speed is to your site's ranking. Yep. We've seen notches jump because of, you know, a second or two knocked off of site speed. Makes a big difference. So that was 228. On 229, uh, we talked about video optimization tactics um, and, and remarketing tips and tricks. And so, you know, in regards to video optimization, I think the key here is especially when these videos are, are, are going on a page on your site, right? These days people create videos, we put them on YouTube with the sole purpose of getting traffic back to the site. And so to optimize these videos, you want a keyword rich title using that same action word Chris talked about moments ago. You want to put um, a description of that video in the text. Uh, so that way there's some text there that can be indexed that describes that video. If you want your site to rank, and this was our pro tip, go with the same page title and the same description on your site that you have on the YouTube. And then you link those two together, now you have some action. And so uh, those are some of the video optimization tactics. Uh, in regards to the remarketing tips and tricks, I think it was important to highlight the fact that you should segment your users when you can. Um, sometimes if you have multiple things going on, on your site, like you provide a service and you offer a product, right, then you may want to segment those people on different lists so that way they can see remarketing ads that are relevant to what they're interested in. And that was, that was podcast 229. So in 230, segmenting is so important. We continue to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We got more segmented remarketing. And, and the, the best example of this is, uh, say you go and search for a domain name, and then later you say, don't forget to register XYZ domain name, the one you are searching for. That's called segmented mm-hmm. lists. Uh, you want to do that with relations to your products. We talked about pausing unnecessary keywords. So maybe you got some keywords in your PPC campaign that are just superfluous. They're not really providing any closing ratios. I had a a conversation with a client 
just last night we were talking about they do window tinting for homes mm -hmm. and the generic phrase window tinting has a challenge of also providing auto tinting which mm -hmm. they don't do and how do you mitigate that one of them is just make sure your title says home window tinting yep. you're going to get rid of a lot of the people who are looking for auto window tinting because they're going to realize you do home, home and possibly don't do uh, auto and then we just talked about in general advertising pitfalls like and usually this is a conversation about lack of continuity if i look for home window tinting i need mm -hmm. to see home window tinting in the ad and when i press click that ad i need to see home window tinting on the landing on the page, page that i get to exactly. and that was 230. on 231 we talked about uh, startup businesses planning a startup business and the things that go along with that uh from a ppc perspective apparently um and so one of the things was you know bid adjustments on your actual conversions what does that mean chuck that means if if you're doing pay-per-click and you're running ads and these ads are converting you're seeing dollars from these ads then adjust your bids accordingly if you have ads that aren't performing well that aren't generating conversions, kill them or, or definitely decrease your bids on those. And the ones that are performing, the ones that are converting, increase your bids. Take it a step further. Look at your analytics. Are, are your mobile ones converting more? Then increase your bids on mobile devices. Yep. Um, that sort of deal. We talked about um, the, the SEO guide in regards to concepts versus keywords. That's really in regards to your content, right? Are you going to write content that's keyword rich and you're talking in search? Or are you targeting the concept of what your content is about? You got to remember that conversational search is really the, the, the path we're going down yep. now. And so it's not really about writing a page of content that has your keyword density set at a certain number. It's about writing conversational content that people can read, that they can engage with, that they may even use when voice searching. And that was 231. Excellent. And 232, we actually continue to talk about keywords developed on user based on user action. Mm -hmm. So again, uh, if the, if something's closing, make sure make sure you're tracking it. Tracking it on a monthly basis, so you know what's converting. In the example I just gave, maybe window tinting never converts. Stop spending money mm -hmm. there. Maybe it converts at 50%, but you've got other keywords that you're not bidding top bidding or or not spending your entire budget on that convert better. Yep. Make sure you shift those funds. Um, next, myths versus facts. By the way, if you want to check out a whole slew of myths versus facts, plus our comments, go check out that, that <laughs> podcast, 232. Yeah. That's a good one. And then having proper citations. Uh, citations are becoming paramount. They are the difference between a well-placed page and a, <laughs> in a competitive industry and a non-well-placed yep, page. Citations. And that was 232. Yeah, on 233, we talked about the content channel efficiency. And we talked about several things in regards to your content, right? Like, for example, the positioning versus the ranking of your content. Right, and that's regards into a search result page. Right, a lot of people talk positioning, positioning, positioning. Other people talk ranking, ranking, ranking. And we talk positioning here because ranking varies depending on you know what IP address you're at, what location you're in. If you're, I do a search from the northwest side of Houston for the same search that I do on the southwest side of Houston, I'm going to see different results. And so ranking is hard to really gauge because of so much fluidity. Right, positioning, however, is different. If I'm positioning you on the top three of the first page of the search results, or I'm positioning you somewhere in a local listing, or I positioned you somewhere on the right side in these paid ads, with positioning, we can have a little bit more control over, over our data, 
I know that in this position, you get this type of result based on the spend or the traffic or, or whatever those variables are. So, so that was one of the things. The other thing we talked about, which is really important, was removing outdated references. So if you have a lot of content and maybe you linked out to other sites, you need to check those links because maybe those sites, if they went down perhaps, now you're linking to four or four pages. Or worse, the domain is a new owner, right. and they ain't know to what they have. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're linking to that, right? Or maybe maybe you have content that's just outdated. The numbers are wrong. Uh, you need to update that and improve it, and then resubmit it. So that way you're not having this you know great site with all this bad content on it. And that was that was two thirty three. All right, two thirty four. We talked about consistent branding across all platforms. Mm, so that's that's, a good one. that's across the board. That's not just internet marketing. That's once you get onto billboards or flyers that you're going out. Uh, but most importantly, from our context, when you're on your social media platforms, when you're on Twitter and Facebook, you, you talk a little bit different, but you need to be passing out the same message. Yeah. And that messaging has to be the same on your actual website. Same branding, same color scheme, same logo, same font type, yeah. same same tone. Yep. So they know it's you. The next is online reputation and SEO. How important is online reputation? It's really important. That's why we push for our G plus reviews. Mm -hmm. That's what something you should be doing. Again, don't incentivize for them for per our uh, question for today. And then investing in social media. You can invest your time. It's worth it. You can. Well, it, it depends. Maybe not your specific time, <laughs> yeah. but somebody's, somebody's time. Somebody's time staff. needs to be invested. Or you can invest in a company such as us, which is in our time, and that's also worth it. So uh, social media supports your SEO efforts. It yeah. supports a lot of stuff that you do interacting with clients. So make sure you're investing in that. And that was 234. On 235, we talked YouTube and SEO. Uh, and with for local uses, we talked about YouTube and specifically in, um, and for SEO, right? So in regards to understanding how YouTube videos help your SEO. These people look for videos. Videos have proven to have higher engagement. They have proven to give people more time on site. And they've proven to outrank some other things, for example, for example, we have a client uh, with a negative review on Yelp, and we just weren't able to push that down. But by creating YouTube videos with some of their positive reviews, those videos actually outrank the negative YouTube video. Great, right? Shout out to List Talk Digital. And so um, those type of things are some. I'm sorry, shout out. Punch in the face. Boom! Yeah. To List Talk Digital. I yeah, I owe that one. There. Punch in the face to Let's Talk Digital uh, for those some of the things. We also talked about uh, embedding videos in your site. And that, that's extremely important for engagement. You want to keep people there. Embed those videos. Make them responsive. Punch in the face to embedresponsibly.com. Um, and so that way people can engage with your videos without um, leaving your site. And that was uh, YouTube for SEO local. Excellent. Number, 230, number 236, we've got the importance of CTAs. Remember, CTAs are calls to action. Mm -hmm. Make sure every page... Not the front page, not your landing. Every, Every page. page has a target and what you want them to do. If they're on your About Us page and you want them to get back to your products page, make sure that it's clear and you're driving to driving them to do that. Yep. Um, that's how you end up converting visitors into prospects and hopefully prospects turn into customers. And we talked about one of Charles's favorite uh, acronyms, DKI, yeah. Dynamic Keyword Insertion. That's when somebody searches for a particular keyword set and then when they see the PPC ad, it actually ha inserts that keyword set mm -hmm. into the ad. 
So it's it, it really uh, resonates in, with the continuity you're talking about. Exactly. With the now continuity. you begin seeing the search phrase that you just searched for in the ad. And then you want to make sure the target landing page actually has some relevant content also. Yeah. And that was a podcast 236. On 237, we continue talking about content optimization. More important, we talked content optimization tips and how you can use <laughs> these tips to help what Chris just said, convert these prospects um, into customers. And some of those tips go back to some of the things we said before, like using um, 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 action words. <laughs> in your call to actions and things like that um, but I think the key was making sure your content is engaging making sure that it's, it's relevant that it has value and that it supports what people are looking for when they get there and that is the difference between great content and and not so good content not so good content doesn't serve a purpose you you leave after reading that content still lost which is a bad experience. Great content will get shared. Great content will get links. Great content will get social media activity. And it's that sort of content that turns prospects into customers. And that was on 237. All right, 238. First, continuity to increase conversions. We've already talked that. Mm -hmm. that that's so important. We probably mention it in every third <laughs> podcast. So, uh, truths behind SEO for business. And this is probably business to business. What are the things that you need to be doing as a business marketing to other businesses from an SEO perspective? Yep. And then finally, you love this, mobile devices, what shouldn't show? This is a conversation about responsive design mm -hmm. and what you what, what changes you need to make when you know they're on a mobile device. You know, and one of the things that we always harp on is the phone number needs to become more prominent on yep. a mobile device and the directions, depending on the type of business, need mm -hmm. to become more prominent. So that was podcast number 238. On 239, I think this is our last one for yep. today, uh, we went over the SEO ideas for the fall season. We talked about several things, including optimizing your website for responsiveness um, and the actual ideas for the fall. And so from, you know, it really depends on your industry. If you're a brick and mortar <laughs> business and you're looking for foot traffic and it's the fall, then your SEO, uh, you must tie it into some local services. You must tie it in socially, and you're going to need to do a great job of, of bringing offline people online, and then all your online people, taking them offline and bringing them to the store. And if you can find a great mix of that, um, then you will likely have a pretty good fall. Uh, we also talked about linking your social partners, right? So all of your platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, and whatever else you may be using, there should be links to those from your site. People should go to your site and be able to find your social links extremely easy. If they can't, um, that that's going to be a problem. And that was that was two thirty nine. Yeah, two thirty nine. So that's half of two thousand fourteen year in review. Tune into the next podcast, and we'll finish covering that. We've got a little bit of information. Um, what news? We get, yeah, this, we got some what right? Yeah. What? Yeah. So this what news is actually kind of cool. Instagram <laughs> officially has more users, active monthly users, than Twitter. What? I know. 300 yeah. million wow. active monthly users. Wow. Yeah, so. What uh, was interesting, though, was the interesting thing about Twitter and Instagram is that a lot of the people I follow, I follow in both places. Right. And everybody does it, me included, the same way. They're synced. <laughs> and yeah, so, so they post on both? Yeah, I see the same. I see duplicates of the same <laughs> things all day as I'm swiping. Like, okay, I saw that already. Saw, saw that, that over there. Saw, saw it over here. Yeah. Yeah, so. So that just means that there's a number of people who aren't linked 
and they're on Instagram only. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, anything else? That's it. That's all right. All so remember, if, you, uh, if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet. The internet. The internet. Uh, our, uh, call eWebStyle for increased revenue for your business. Our phone number is 713-592-6724. If you have a referral for us and you send them to us and they pay their SEO marketing bill, we will send a check to you. So we do have a re- <laughs> referral program. This was filmed live at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106 in Houston, Texas. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Next year is Year of the re- Year in Review, 2014 Year in Review Part 2. We next week. Until next time, bye-bye for now. She's gonna set me free